the reality is, is there's no right or wrong answer. There's just an answer. There is what you choose. And as you choose it, you can never go back and change it. You can never go back and see what the other choice would have been like. You can only live in the choice that you picked. What's up, pals, and welcome back to another episode of The Passion Project. I'm your host, Hallie Smith, visual storyteller and creator on TikTok and YouTube. I hope this podcast can inspire you to get out of your comfort zone and into your passion so that you can live a truly fulfilling life. And the best part about this is we're on this journey together. So let's go. Hello, my podcast beans. I'm so happy to be back and coming to you live from my car today. If you're on YouTube, welcome to my car. Uh, They are testing the fire alarms in my apartment today. So here we are. Today was the only day I could record. And you know what? It honestly might work out well here because guess what? There's no echo in here. Today's topic is a concept that's helped me through a lot of hard times and mental health struggles I've had myself. And that's reminding myself of this one phrase, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. In times when I've dealt with anxiety and and depression, feeling alone, this uh, this was a phrase that really always, and until to this day, even like little things, this phrase helps me get through the day without letting, letting little things get in the way and bother me. I want to start by saying what I do, my passion project, being a content creator full time. I want you guys to know and recognize what I do is entertainment. Yes, it's, it's built around my life and it's, it's built in a way that it's, you know, it's around my true interests, things I actually do in my life. But at the end of the day, The way I'm showing up on social media is entertainment. It's not real life. And nothing on social media, no matter how hard you try to be authentic, the reality of it is is social media isn't real life. So no matter how hard you try to be authentic and and you can succeed at it, but it's never going to actually be a real representation of real life because real life and social media are two different things. In my videos, I I boost my on-camera presence, obviously. I smile extra, I'm louder, I'm more animated because I know that my mission with my videos is to uplift people, you know, brighten their days, inspire you, uh, make you feel happy. And so to accomplish this goal, to accomplish this essence of the video, it's how I show up on camera. You know, this isn't to say anything other than to remind you not only for those of you that consume my content, but other people's content is just always remember, never forget that it's not real life. It's social media. It's a piece of people's life. And people get to choose whether they show, you know, the darker sides of of what goes on in their life or if they just show their highlight reel. As long as you're not lying about it, it's, it's essentially your everybody's responsibility. And that's why I want to remind you to just remember that it's not reality. And if there is something bothering you, if there's someone who every time you see their content, it makes you upset, even mine, I literally will tell you to unfollow me. If my content makes you feel anything other than uplifted, happy, inspired, if my content brings you down, if it makes you feel like you're not doing life right or anything, 
literally unfollow me, block me, whatever you need to do, because that's not my intention on social media. Just carry that concept across, you know, all of it. Follow people that make you feel uplifted and feel good. Don't follow people that every time you see their content, it makes you feel terrible about yourself. It doesn't have to be personal either. The last thing I want to say on this is that for me personally, I just don't want to be on social media when I'm upset. I try to, you know, show the good, the bad, and the ugly of everything as much as I can on my stories and stuff. But at the end of the day, when I'm upset and I'm not feeling good, I don't want to be on social media. I don't want to post anything. I actually, I just don't even think about it. I just kind of become a bit of a recluse and I don't, I don't talk. I don't say anything. So And that's okay. If that's how you're showing up on social media, like I said, as long as you're not being dishonest about it. So to tie back to the topic, I encourage you, focus on your life. Use social media as an entertainment outlet. But focus on your life, where you are right now, especially especially when you're hurting or upset, and reference this phrase, to be where you are. Don't look at where the other people are. Look at where you are. Don't compare You are where you are for a reason, good, bad, or ugly. It's your reality. And when you choose to recognize this and you choose to do something about it, please do something about it. You'll be able to take action. You'll be able to reach out. You'll be able to talk to people. Talk to someone. Talk to anyone if you're feeling this way. Even if it's just a little thing and you need to vent or get something off your mind. As long as you may feel at any time, you're never alone. There's so many in, so many people in this world that are probably feeling exactly like you. Be where you are, recognize how you're feeling, and find those people. Reach out. I'm saying this because I know from personal experience. I had a a good stretch of time a few years a couple years ago when I felt so alone. I felt like nobody would ever understand where I was coming from. But that didn't end until I pushed myself to talk to people about it. Despite them not knowing if they'd understand or how they'd take it. I just, you know, you push. And I know it's never easy and it's never, you know, it's harder for some people than others. But, you know, that's the best advice I can give you right now. The next thing I want to talk about is that there is no right or wrong answer in life, there is only what is. This is a mindfulness, I don't want to say exercise, it's a mindfulness, I'm probably going to come up with the word after I get off this topic, but basically the way the education system teaches us, it is to be, you know, always striving for a correct answer. Think of a test. You have A, B, C, and D, maybe E, and there's one right answer, and there's four wrong answers, right and wrong, one or the other. It's fine. That's how, that's how the education system works. But when you internalize this concept and you start to correlate it with life, that's when there's a problem. And I, I do this. I did this. I, I think I've gotten so much better at it, but I did this. You go through life thinking, okay, what's the right and wrong answer? I have to make the right decision. One decision's good, one decision's bad. One decision's right, one decision decision is wrong. 
A lot of times that's how we think about life. But the reality is, is there's no right or wrong answer. There's just an answer. There is what you choose. And as you choose it, you can never go back and change it. You can never go back and see what the other choice would have been like. You can only live in the choice that you picked. When you start to think, oh, I made the wrong decision, you're the one deciding that that was the wrong decision. Like I said before, there is no wrong or right or wrong answer because say for example, I don't know, I just moved to Florida. We'll, we'll use that as an example because this thought has come into my mind a few times and I'm like, I'm not going there. So I moved to Florida and say for example, I thought this started to think, oh, this was the wrong decision. I've had a lot of moments of missing family, missing friends, missing some of the connections I made there and feeling almost like FOMO left out. If I let myself start thinking, well, this was the wrong decision, that takes away from the experience. There's no one that's going to say moving here was a wrong or right decision other than me. I get to decide that because even if I decide to move back in a year, that wouldn't make this a wrong decision. It would make it a decision that I decided wasn't for me. Now, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. I decided that, you know, it's a learning experience. If you allow yourself to learn from everything, nothing will ever be a wrong decision. It could be maybe a not as good decision. Maybe the outcome could have been better, but you don't know. You never will know. So as you make decisions, as you go through life, know that you have this choice. You have the choice to put up the decisions you make. And this can help you with your decision making too. It's helped me with it because it'll help you act quicker. You'll make a decision and you're not going to second guess yourself over and over and over and over again because you know that no matter what, you're going to learn. And it, it's never wrong. It's never wrong. You decide if it's wrong. Now, this is actually going to help solidify this, um, I don't know, this, this ideology. Ideology, that's what I'm thinking of. Ideology, that was the word I couldn't think of earlier. This ideology, um, there's actually a parable, I think it's called. <laughs> that sounds um, fancy. A parable that I learned not too long ago from a meditation I was doing. And it really explains this concept super well. So I'm just, I looked it up and I'm just going to kind of like read the parable to you so that you can understand and kind of see a real life story or example of what I'm saying here if what I just said didn't fully hit home yet. So it, it's called the old Zen farmer. So every day, <laughs> like story time kids, story time my podcast beans. Sit down, cross your legs and be ready. Okay, so there's the old Zen farmer and every day he used his horse to keep up his fields, work in his fields and keep his farm healthy. One day, this horse runs away, and all the other villagers run up to him, and they say, we're so, so sorry to hear about this. This is such bad luck. The farmer says, bad luck? Good luck? Who knows? The villagers were confused, but they ignored him. They moved on. A few weeks went by, and one afternoon, the farmer was working outside, looked up, and he sees the horse come back, but not just the horse. The horse brings a herd of ten horses. So now all the villagers come up to the farmer and they say, whoa, oh my gosh, this is such good luck. But the farmer says, good luck, bad luck, 
Who knows? A few weeks later, Farmer's son comes over to visit, help work with his father on the farm, and while they're trying to tame the horses, the farmer's son falls off and he breaks his leg. Here come the villagers running back up. Oh my goodness, how awful. This is such bad luck. And again, I think you're starting to get the gist of it. The farmer says, good luck, bad luck. Who knows? So then a month later, the son is still recovering and he wasn't able to walk, do manual labor, or really anything physical. So then an army comes through into town, trying to find every able-bodied young man to take them to war. Obviously, because the son is out of commission, he can't do manual labor, his leg is broken, they decide to leave him alone and they move on their way. And then, of course, come back the villagers. Amazing! This is such good luck. You're so fortunate. And by now you know the response. The farmer says, good luck, bad luck, who knows? Now, do you guys see how from situation to situation, each thing led to the next and none of them would have happened without the thing before it happening. Now, this is, like I said before, just an ideology, but it reminds you that it's all about perspective. It's all about your thoughts and how you perceive and think about the world. It doesn't mean that you need to be numb to the difficulties that you're gonna go through yourself and everybody as a collective. Don't ignore them. It's not to say that, you know, war is going on, you know, all the things that are happening. Recognize them, you know, they're not great. But this gives us a way this gives you a way, this, this ideology, this thought process gives you a way to navigate the hardships and to identify with them in a way that doesn't keep you stuck or drag you down. It's a way of navigating them, not a way of ignoring them. So you guys know by now I like to give you some action steps at the end of the episode. So here's my biggest piece of advice, and this is something I do. So join me, join me, do this with me. Find something to remind yourself of this phrase, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. What do you have that can remind you of this? For me, I write, sometimes I'll write things on my mirror. You could write it on your mirror. You could put it up on your wall somewhere you're going to see it every day. You could maybe have a sign. I, I don't know if you've heard of angel numbers, like 333 or 1111. A lot of people take great meaning from those and there's a lot of different ways you can interpret it but i started to make that any angel number anytime i saw one it's a reminder of i'm exactly where i'm supposed to be and i notice a lot of the time when i need to hear that phrase i will see an angel number and i'm like man the universe is looking out for me they knew i needed a reminder you are exactly where you're supposed to be you're exactly where you're supposed to be you got caught in traffic just relax you can't change it good luck bad luck who knows right? Um, and then the last thing, uh, thing you could do or get creative, come up with your own. But the last thing I suggest could be maybe a song or a podcast episode. I don't know. My song when I need the reminder is Vienna by Billy Joel. It's a good one. If you want to give it a listen, it's an old oldie, but goodie. So yeah, I hope that this encourages you guys to take action Find one of these things that um, can help you stay present and remind yourself that you are exactly where you are supposed to be. 
So remember that and remember it in a positive light. You have got this, pals. I believe in you. So that brings us to the end of the episode. Give us a rating and review so that this message and this podcast can reach more people. Send this to someone you think it could help and send in your questions, topics, or favorite episode to Hallie's Passion Project. That's H-A-L-L-E-E. Hallie's Passion Project at gmail.com. I will talk to you all next week. Peace out, pals.